It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Not So Clingy. And our scripture reference today is taken from John chapter 13, verses 21 through 32. And as always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Hebrews 12 tells us to lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely. Makes you wonder, how close is sin? Most of us don't think a whole lot about Judas other than Holy Week. We may reference his name or mention a Judas kiss, but how often do you regularly consider his unique role in the gospel story? I try to be sympathetic to him because knowing everything that would happen between the two, Jesus still called him friend. For Judas, sin's closeness was at the tip of his tongue. As Jesus sat around the table with his disciples, he became troubled. It was finally going to begin. He told his disciples that one of them would betray him. We know that to mean Judas would lead religious authorities to Jesus in the cover of night, all for money. Of course, none of the other disciples knew that. They wondered who he was talking about. But I also imagine they wanted to ask what a betrayal would actually mean. When is this going to happen? What happens to us? Does everything we've seen come to nothing now? Rightly, the most important question gets asked first. John asks which of the stunned disciples it would be. The one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish, Jesus replied. Can you imagine having a piece of bread in your hand at that moment? Actually, I wonder if you and I are supposed to think about that every time we have a piece of bread in our hand. John writes that as soon as Judas received the bread, Satan entered into him. That's how close sin was clinging to him. I'm convinced Jesus was waiting for the perfect time to let his arrest, trial, death, and resurrection speak life into the religion he knew. That is, so much about what is said and done during his final days stands as powerful illustrations of scripture. Could it be that Satan was waiting for the perfect time too? That piece of bread was a reminder of God's deliverance of God's people. John could have said that Satan entered Judas any other time, and Jesus could have dismissed him any other time as well. But I see Jesus waiting, waiting to ensure Judas gets a piece of that bread. No matter what, we cannot be separated from the love of God. What about you? Ever have a moment of worship with the church where you felt God's presence in a vivid way? You were sure you were forgiven and set free. Maybe it was a time hearing the word felt like God was speaking directly to you. Maybe it was a time you shared in communion. Whenever it was, somehow, by the time you got to the parking lot, something or someone had already rubbed you the wrong way. Don't blame them. Sin clings closely to us all, but they're not the one who just experienced the presence of God like you did. You are. 
What then are we to do? We don't just throw our hands up in defeat. We know what happened on the third day. Like Hebrews tells us, sin can be laid aside. Remember when you were a kid and you scoffed at having an adult job, getting married, or doing anything adults do? That's how children think. With God's help, we can lay sin aside. If we don't accept the freedom to live in that help, sin clings all the more. That's when we have more Judas moments, when we trade our time with Christ for other treasures. But as we allow spirits work to make sin less clingy, we are able to fully devote our lives to the glory of God. Stay blessed.